Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die when all the birds are singing in the sky. Evening, ladies and gentlemen of uh, the internet, and welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps. My name's Chris, I'm here with Alan. Tschüss. That's Alan. Um, not sure what that was. It's German. Um, this is our podcast that we do. Uh, it's about wrestling, where we go to wrestling shows, and then we talk about wrestling shows. Normally, the same wrestling show that we've just been to. Yeah, but I mean, it'd be a bit silly to go to a wrestling show and then talk about a show we hadn't been. Although to. that is kind of what wrestling fans do, isn't it? Yeah, I guess they sometimes they talk about other wrestling shows while they're at that wrestling show. Yeah, on the front row. Yeah, guilty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, this is this is that this is that. <laughs> this is that. This is what we do. That's what I want to call the podcast next. This After episode 100, uh, we'll start again with episode one of This Is That. <laughs> this is that. Um, so we've just been to Wolverhampton and back. Again. Again. Uh, for our sins. Uh, we put the previous podcast, episode 98 of mm. Love the Graps, up um, shortly before we left the house to drive all the way to the hangar, which is where you keep helicopters yeah. um, in Wolverhampton. For a not Fight Club Pro show. No. What was it? Schadenfreude Produce. Yeah. Weltschmerz. Yeah. Um, which means I feel grumpy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Schadenfreude, which is the concept of enjoying other people's um, misfortune. Yeah. And Weltschmerz, which is I feel grumpy. Yeah. I, I think Weltschmerz is, is best summed up as kind of... Uh, yeah, which is how I feel most morning. Every Monday. Am <laughs> I right? I hate Mondays. Ooh, Monday mornings. Yeah. Ooh, I just, ooh, you've got to drag me out of bed. Yeah. Do you know, I'm I'm just like that cat, Garfield. Mm, yeah. Garfield the cat. Yeah. He, he likes lasagna. Mondays. He hates Mondays. Why does he hate Mondays? I, I mean, he's, he's a, a cat. cat. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't go to work or anything. Don't know. Maybe he just hates what they represent. I mean, maybe maybe he doesn't think that people should have to work Monday to Friday nine to five. He believes in a you know a society where we're all free to do what we want to do. I mean, my cat has no concept of time. Your cat also can't talk. Yeah. Well, I mean, Garfield can't talk. Can he not talk? He thinks. Is he not a talking cat? No, we just... Somehow, we are privy to his thoughts. Okay. Who's Heathcliff? Heathcliff is the cat that looks a bit like Garfield. But is different. But he's different. He's a scrappy fighter of a cat. Is he? Yeah. Okay. And who's Top Cat? Top Cat's the one who uh, lives... Lives in a bin, if you believe Halifax, but Halifax are wrong. He doesn't live in a bin. The bin is merely the entrance to his underground lair. Um, he's basically uh, Sergeant Bilko. I mean, if you believe those adverts, Halifax are willing to give mortgages to cartoon cats who are basically criminals. Yeah, I mean, he he does have that trick with the uh, parking meter, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, I 
I work in financial services mm. and we have to do on a half yearly basis a short course um refresher on money laundering and uh, anti-corruption right um and i feel like if anything top cat would be involved with that sort of yeah chicanery he's a wrong one isn't he he really is he's a wrong one should we talk about wrestling show then? yeah go on then. okay so um schadenfreude yep. are a um a faction yeah a stable faction because uh, it's not a manager is yeah it? a stable has to have a manager I yeah. yeah i mean it's all semantics isn't it yeah. but um a faction that have been running roughshod running wild all over fight club pro for the past i want to say four months yeah four running or five amok. four or five months since the summer yeah they hate when people say run amok yeah i also hate when people say money grabbing i mean you can be money grabbing yeah, but that's not the phrase. I feel like money grubbing and money grabbing are two separate things, though. Well, they are. But I mean, like, you could use them both and it'd be correct and be in different contexts. But I think yeah. you're right that people tend to use money grabbing in lieu of money grubbing. It begs the question, doesn't it? It does beg the question. Um, so they are a faction that have been running wild all over Fight Club Pro. Um, and now um, a break from our usual programming have decided that they want to run their own show yeah in their own honor the i think the 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 story the background of this was that last night was fight Club pro's 100th show yep and fight Club pro wanted to make a weekend of it yeah uh, so they were going to do a double yeah um but they they found that someone Somebody else, else had booked, booked the venue yeah the venue um and then it turned out to be yeah. and not for a screening of the boxing later no tonight. that is later yeah. all right so somebody has booked the venue for that yeah i don't uh, know if that's schadenfreude <laughs> if they're all gonna hang around um well maybe um, that's where they're gonna make their money because it was half full wasn't it today Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so yeah so schadenfreude produce um schadenfreude in control yeah of the venue yeah very much so um so yeah uh and I mean, um, they they did a show talk about all of that sort of stuff as we go through the podcast yeah, yeah. um but there we had a few announced matches yeah um mainly featuring the sort of imports um from yesterday's fight club pro show mm -hmm. um so masata tanaka yeah um he of two decades ago ecw fame yeah um was uh scheduled to take on valter mm -hmm. uh, we had mako satanora the fight club pro champion taking on um big daddy davis <laughs> and we had uh the hunter brothers um taking on cck calamari catch kings of chris brooks and yep. Um, Jonathan Gresham and also, sorry, one last match, yeah. um, Timothy Thatcher against Chuck Mambo, which I actually didn't realise was no. announced in advance, but apparently it was. Yeah. I think I, 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 once someone had said it, I did vaguely remember seeing a graphic for it. Yeah. Um, with that face just staring his at face you. We'll talk face. about his face. Later. Yeah, yeah, we will. We should talk yeah. about his face. Um, so yeah, um, four announced matches and there's guaranteed to be some other plus stuff. some other stuff. Yeah, featuring the Schadenfreude lads. Well, yeah, I mean, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to, let's do, so the thing that we do, I mean, I imagine you will have listened to the Fight Club Pro episode probably. Yeah. You're not going to just drop in here at episode number 99. But we're going to do... Three if you have, though, welcome. Welcome. Willkommen. 
Um, we're going to do three things that we liked. Yep. Under the heading of Love the Graps. Mm-hmm. And three things that we didn't like quite so much. Um, or downright hated. <laughs> um, or found very frustrating. Under the heading Not My Graps. Yeah. Um, graps is a word that we use in lieu of the word wrestling. Yeah. Um, and love is <laughs> a positive emotion where you feel fondness for something. Yeah. What's the? The is a... Um, I never know the term for... Is it a conjunction? Is it a conjunction? I don't know. So that would so be a joining a word, isn't, isn't it? it? So it's probably not. Mm. Jan Buxton will know. He really will. Or yeah. at least... Do you know what? At least he'll Google it yeah. and then post as <laughs> if he knows. Yeah. Um, so, let's talk about some things that we liked. Okay. Do you want to kick it off? Yeah, I'll kick it off. Um, right. We, we do occasionally single out matches. Um, and quite often they're the main event. Which um, makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and doing a main event is not easy. Um, we've certainly been to shows... Uh, Perhaps mainly in the pre-podcast era, um, you know, uh, we used to go to shows a lot before we did this podcast together, and we'd come away going that bloody main event. Ugh. I mean, are we talking about progress? We're talking about progress, <laughs> yeah. mostly. Yeah. Um, so it can be tricky, um, but when you get it right, it does really make the show finish on a high. Because it's the last thing you see before you walk out the door. So getting your main event right is is paramount. Yeah. Um, and that is something that they did again tonight. We we mentioned last night's main event yeah. uh, being great. Um, bit that came after it was perhaps a bit too long. Um, but tonight again got the main event spot on uh, for so many reasons. Yeah. So Mako Satomura was defending her Fight Club Pro Championship. Not Women's Championship. No. Just the Men's Championship. Yeah. <laughs> Um, against Mark Big Daddy Davis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do that now. That's yeah. my thing. That's my new thing. Um, uh, in what turned out to be, and actually made me groan a little bit, mm. was a uh, Schadenfreude Lumberjack Rules match. Yeah. I, I, do you know why it makes me groan a little bit? Because I hate it whenever there is a match that that, that people do Oh, and this is this is our rules match. Yeah, like I I don't like it when it's like somebody's specific signature match, but ultimately it's just this, another match. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's also that like it was Schadenfreude's show. Yeah, do whatever the fuck they like. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have to say it was a lumberjack rules match. No, they were going to hang around anyway, weren't yeah. they? Like, so you know. Yeah. But I mean, they did. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, it's Mako versus uh, Big Daddy Davis yep. uh, in a lumberjack match, yep. uh, which all the lumberjacks belong to Schadenfreude. Yeah. Um, for the Fight Club Pro Championship. Yeah. Um, we might talk about that later. Um, not Mark Davis cashing in his infinity uh, opportunity. No, I mean, that's the thing that bothered me a bit more than they actually yep. being for the title. But um, yeah. Just just a, a, a match. But yep. again, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um now we talked about on on yesterday's one about how some people um, were a bit wary about Mako being champion, um, and particularly Mako facing people uh, like uh, of of Big Daddy size, yeah, um, like Big Daddy Walter, Dad Big sized, Daddy Davis, yeah. Um, 
and we said that the main event last night uh there were enough exchanges between mako and the the two heavyweight aussie open guys mm-hmm. that to dispel that a little bit yeah um and this certainly went that she oh definitely yeah she took it not only to big daddy davis uh, but to every member of Schadenfreude, yeah, um, she was just throwing forearms whenever she could. I mean, she was overwhelmed quite a lot, yeah, because there were lots of men there. Um, and at one point, Walter kicked her in the face. Yeah, um, solid, really solid. solid. In the face. Um, but I, I felt that I, I didn't feel that Mako in mm. that position would have stood any less chance of overcoming the odds than Pete done. No, I think I think if you are leveling those sort of criticisms at Mako Satamora and Wolverhampton, please take a step back. It is Mako. Yes. And not Miko. That's yeah. Matt Richards' fault. Yeah, Richards idiot. Um um if you were levelling those sort of criticisms at Mako Satomura that you didn't think she was believable, um, I think you should watch this particular match mm-hmm. and tell me that she did not like play the role of, you know, um, driven, um, driven underdog because she is an underdog yeah. under these odds, um, whose grit and toughness shone through yeah and she kicked the shit out of some people yeah and and you know it was right from the start that she walked down to the ring to face seven men mm-hmm. and was kind of like yeah go on then. let's do it and yeah. there was no fear no apprehension uh she she just came into the ring as she would for any other match yeah um giving zero fucks about the opposition and i mean i appreciate that it does take some suspension of disbelief, yeah. but only in as much as so does all wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever end up in a seven and one situation, you have to suspend some disbelief. Yeah. Like, but Mako Satomura is as believable as anyone, I think mm-hmm. in that position. So, um, yeah, really great match. Um, there was some twists and turns shenanigans wise yeah uh obviously schadenfreude were heavily involved in um in in their sort of uh keeping the odds in their favor um but then we had a sort of redress in the balance yeah where everybody wrestlers and people who have some experience of being wrestlers <laughs> but are no longer wrestlers that are no longer wrestlers um, and that's not just Martin Zaki. That no. was a uh, G-man. G-man, camera, um, camera man, video yeah. editor extraordinaire. The man who was G-man. capturing the wrestling for yeah. British wrestling. Um, everybody came out. Isla Dawn, she was there. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. Um, but basically everyone who, I mean, apart from Warren, yeah. uh, <laughs> I feel like everyone who has stepped through the ropes, um, um, and been involved with Fight Club or similar within the past yeah. decade. And, and they learn from yesterday in that they all run down together. At the same time, yeah. yeah. Um, and it worked. It worked. Yeah. Like, it worked because it felt like it needed to work tonight. Yeah. Um, and it needed to be that sort of turning of the tide or at least, you know, Schadenfreude get theirs 
yeah. for once. And they even have a special little bit just for you. Yeah. Where Martin Zaki was instrumental in yeah. uh, taking Walter out of the game. Yeah. On a real so I feel choke. like there was some stuff at the end there because I think the money is in Walter against Satamora at some yeah. point. Hopefully that can happen. Yeah. And um, But they did have Martin Zaki choke Walter out. Now... I was saying that there was some foreshadowing. On yeah. That, and maybe that'll take us on to our next Love the Graps yeah. ever so slightly. Um, but I, I also, I think I have to just accept that it's a thing right now. Yeah. I do think that the Martin Zaki, so again, if you've not been listening, you've not been following our Fight Club Pro uh, related podcasts, um, Martin Zaki is kind of the head honcho, the man pulling the strings behind the curtain for Fight Club Pro, and he is a former wrestler. Um, but he is not a wrestler now. Very no. much not a wrestler now. Um, and I, I've i been incredibly frustrated every time he plays a tough guy because I don't like it. I don't like... like I don't... As much as, like, I think authority figures are kind of played out, I think it's even more frustrating when the non-wrestling authority figure is a tough guy. Like, I think that's weird. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, you were on the, the Jane train quite mm. early. You just got to get on the Zaki tram. <laughs> just get on. Um, get on, pay the conductor. I th- feel Sit like down. he's here to stay. But I think the I think the other issue is I think that's a role that should have been taken by somebody else who could have matches. Ah, it's like, I feel like it should have been Trent. Like, well, Trent, Trent is basically the analogue for that in ring isn't he yeah like he's been the public face of that company for a long long time and he could have been doing that stuff well he couldn't and we'll talk about that later well yeah so let's move on to second um love the graps yeah and uh yeah i mean you mentioned in the in the walk from the car to your house about mm-hmm. this is a, another mayor culpa maybe yes. on my uh behalf um and i want to talk about timothy thatcher yeah um for me this weekend, um, there were three MVPs. Mm-hmm. Um, Orange Cassidy, that goes without saying. Um, he was great again Well, it, it doesn't go without saying, because we said a lot about yeah. it on the previous um, podcast. He was great again tonight against Carl Fletcher. Yeah. Um, really, really funny. Uh, and, and he did different stuff. Yeah, and also showed that the boy Some can wrestle. Some fire. Yeah. Some fire. And... Um, also, Jonathan Gresham, <laughs> who was a delight to watch... Uh, just being an absolutely annoying, bratty little kid, uh, taking great pleasure in just jumping around like a little goblin. Um, mm-hmm. That was fun. But over the the, the Chardonnay story, and particularly the, these last two nights, I've particularly enjoyed the work of Timothy Thatcher. Yes. Um, Timothy Thatcher was somebody that I didn't really get before. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of very concerned that he only had one face. Um He's I mean, we've all only got one face. Well, yeah, one facial expression. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the fact he's called Thatcher. You yeah. Know? Um, that's that's just weird. And it's a name that he chose. Yeah. Um, he picked that because he uh, thought that represented the UK. Yeah. And I thought, um, outside of certain um environments, he could be a little bit one-dimensional. Um, most of his work in Evolve worked because that was the dimension that he he was going for but Might also he had a, vo- a mouthpiece he had stokely hathaway to do that for him um so i've never really been a massive tim thatcher fan um but in schadenfreude he's he's been perfect uh because we've talked 
on on previous podcasts about the whole thing of like would Walter be mates with Chris Brooks and you know why are different people you know in Chardon yeah, yeah. the motivation um, Tim Thatcher carries himself throughout the whole thing of he's just a man there to cause people pain yeah and he takes great enjoyment in that yeah um, and he's, he's his facial expressions he's switching between wanting to murder you and almost getting off well, on what he's gonna gonna do i feel like he finds it you. slightly amusing yeah it's like um, you know i'm looking at you with with murderous eyes and then i've got a smile on my face which is me imagining how i'm gonna pop your arms out of your joints yeah and a lot of the other people particularly lucky kid um, yeah. with his tongue um, and Lycos can be sometimes, and even Aussie Open can be, uh, and Brooks, and maybe even Walter as well. Um, you said that they can have like big nerds. They're all like nerdy, scrappy goons, yeah, aren't they? Like, like like college bullies. Yeah, yeah. It's like I get it. I mean, and I get what they're doing, but it is basically every sort of group of this type that we've seen. Yeah, it's the um, clink. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's NWO. We yeah. we don't care. We're so bad. We don't care if you like us or not. In your face. Whereas Thatcher's kind of like this different type of animal who is just kind of sat back a little bit, lets all the boys kind of mess about. He's China. Yeah, he is. He's the China of um, yeah. Chardonnay. I'm sure he'd be delighted with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if anybody can get that message to Timothy Thatcher, yeah. please do pass it on. And tell him we look forward to yeah. the movie One Night in honestly, Thatcher. Honestly, that's... that's. I mean, he's not like the bodyguard no, type. But, but in terms of the way he sort of carries himself... Yeah, everyone else is fucking around. He's there for business. Yeah. Um, he had the match with Chuck Mambo. Yeah. Um, which was submissions match. Yeah, it was a match that could only finish by submission. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mambo, the silly idiot, he tried to do a pin at one point. Yeah. Um, I mean, which is a thing. Yeah. yeah like, you, can, you know, yeah. you're in you the forget match. that. Like, you, like he, that's not his game, no. is it? Submissions. Um, so. And he picked up the submission win with a rear naked choke. Yeah. Um, of sorts. Which I alluded to previously was a foreshadowing for the yeah. um, Martin Zaki's similar move and 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 that is an, another positive for for thatcher that he's not afraid to show us you know like he he took that loss to chuck mambo yeah chuck mambo is the king of the scramble in fight club pro yeah. um he's not like a a major upper card um you know player mm-hmm. um and then also in the the melee at the end of it um thatcher was chased to the back by g-man yeah, 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 he was, yeah, chased out of the building. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't actually just, I mean, you, you sort of mentioned there that Thatcher, for him, it's not, not. I mean, obviously they're all professionals, so it shouldn't really be an issue, but obviously he's taken the L on this one. Hmm. Um, I wonder, actually, and obviously I'm not going to do the research and I'm not going to do the numbers, but with this run with Ringkampf, hmm. where he's teaming with Walter, yeah. who... I think it's fair to say is one of the sort of hottest properties Mm -hmm. in independent wrestling right now. I wonder how many losses he has to take. Yeah. Because there must be times where promotions are bringing them in, but they need them to lose. And 
as you know, obviously they're two big dudes, and Thatcher is in incredible shape. Yeah. But in terms of like that sort of star power, right now, Walter is probably yeah a step well, beyond. I think Thatcher. they they had a match in Germany not so long ago, and Thatcher beat Walter. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, well, that's you know. not out of the... I mean, yeah. Mambo so. beat Thatcher today. Well, so, but, you know, it's wins like, and losses. But I just mean, yeah. when it comes to tag wrestling, yeah. somebody's got to be the loser. And generally, you can quite often pick out who that person is going to be. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's always a pecking order. Yeah, Brooks don't take many pins for CCK, does he? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no. Um, just, that was just an aside. Yeah. I, I think, like, it would be interesting to sort of see whether that does mean that Thatcher is taking more losses. Yeah. But, you know, I particularly enjoyed his work over, over this weekend and the last few times I've seen him. Um, and from just having that one face, mm. um, he's he's got He's really made faces. a career out of himself yeah. on that one face. He's got several faces and that they're a delight to see. Okay, let's talk about one last thing then, okay. shall we? Um, and this is quite broad, but yeah. it is like the crux of this whole show, really. Yeah. The, um, not our show. No, um, our show's the same. It's been the same for ninety nine episodes. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Obviously, with a couple of details. Successful but, formula, mate. Yeah, it is a successful formula. Franchisable, yeah. you yeah. might say. Mm-hmm. Um, but the our third love the graps is really that this show succeeded at being something different. Yeah, um, it set out to be a show that was very much not Fight Club Pro. Yeah, and, and and that's difficult because it's in Fight Club Pro's venue. It's with Fight Club Pro's audience with Fight Club Pro's audience and Fight Club Pro's roster. Yeah, so it's not the easiest thing to do. I mean, it definitely was not one hundred percent not Fight Club Pro. No, but it's it was successful at being anti Fight Club Pro. Yeah. So from the moment we walked into the building, yep. Um, the the pre match, the pre show music was different yeah it's kind of 50s rock and roll um type stuff um maybe even, rock and roll well maybe even kind of like sinatra yeah there was a lot of yeah like sort of old but there was definitely old 50s, standards 50s vibe there yeah there? um which you know goes with the aesthetic behind the leather jacket wearing schadenfreude lads i um, suppose so yeah I mean, like the the graphics they use are from kind of like early '60s monster music, uh, monster movies. Yeah, so, still you know, the music doesn't really make sense oh no, in that but, context. But, but yeah. it was very different. Yeah, um, they were making uh, a show of setting up. Um, some people said that when the doors first opened, um, all the shit from last night was still in the ring. Yeah, because last night they ended the show by throwing um, crash barriers and yeah, they ended the show by spending half an hour. Yeah, um, and that was all still in the ring. So they made a show of setting everything up because Fight Club Pro weren't bothered about doing that. Yeah, it's not their show. Um, so the Schadenfreude were very visibly out there. Yeah, they bullied a bunch up. of people into ha- yeah. doing it. For um, them. Chris Brooks was going around um, removing any uh, evidence of Fight Club Pro, so taping over any Fight Club Pro logo, including on people's clothes. Yeah, we did that a lot, um, which you know was a nice touch. Um, brings people into the show makes you feel part of the show as well yeah. that's quite nice um the only merch on sale was masato tanaka's and uh shard and freud <laughs> and I mean, some come su- a long way. suplex items yeah there were some suplex stuff which uh, chris brooks came over and turned over yeah so you couldn't see the suplex logo yeah um, so again nice little touch of making it feel like it wasn't a fight club pro show yeah um 
Kid Lycos came out of the, uh, with with um, Shardon Ford at the beginning. He was going to be the host. Yep. Um, both he and Chris Brooks made a, a, a point of saying, you know, we're not going to start this show with a 20-minute... Um, Chris Brooks said self-masturbatory. Mm. Um, masturbatory is a weird word. Masturbatory, well, I might, might go for. Um, but surely masturbating is... is well, I don't you know. Do you can do mutual masturbation, can't you? I think masturbation yeah. is like a lot in a lot of cases, um, and I don't know the actual definition of it. If maybe if somebody out there does, yeah. um, but non-penetrative sexual acts. Yeah, I don't know, but that seemed a bit weird. But I anyway. mean, if I want, if I was to, you know, pleasure you with my hand, would that be masturbation? Well, I don't know. I'm just thinking I don't know, maybe now. someone out there can let us know on the Facebook yeah. group, please. And you can add that in your slash yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> when you're shipping <laughs> us together. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <Don't> so, <worry. laughs> I mean, I bought that on myself. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean... The, the, oh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they made a very conscious effort to make it feel like a, a different show and to the mm. for the most part, succeeded. Certainly for the first half of the show. Yeah. Um, I think the first half they did really well yep. because they they had a couple of the announced matches mm-hmm. um, and also added a match between Orange Cassidy and um, and uh, Kyle Fletcher. Yeah, but they made a big deal at the very beginning of the show of being like, "Oh, Kyle Fletcher could. Oh, we could have him fight Trent Seven. Oh, we could have him fight." Tyler Bate or even Pete Dunne yeah and then like bought out Orange Cassidy and it was all a big joke to them yeah basically um and they kind of were making fun of people the whole time yeah. like us was doing introductions that were putting down the non um schadenfreude characters and in in the first half as well uh the two camera people were not the usual fight go pro yeah people um the young boys at ringside were mm. bullied into wearing schadenfreude merchandise yep um so you know there was a a, a thought there um did yeah. still have joel allen refereeing yeah um although I, as you say i want to explain that away if yeah go on like, he- head cannon it yeah so um joel allen is the most honorable man in british wrestling yeah um and he's the only he at least in his mind anyway he's the only person that he feels could possibly bring uh, order to this show and does not want the show to go ahead without a reputable referee in place yeah so he accepted the booking um on the understanding that he would be calling it straight down the line and he did that for for the most part i don't think there were any i mean there was an incident last night where he turned his back to allow the use of a weapon there was one in um in the tag match the tag title match as well tonight was there yeah where um uh cck wanted to use well he attempted to 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 stop yeah and then and then when he noticed that actually yeah, go on. I'll let him use that because the Hunter brothers were in a position where they. Well, could, I don't. Yeah. I don't know whether it was quite that. I, that's uh, what I got from it. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> also, also, you know, despite the fact this is a Schadenfreude show, mm. it's still held under the uh, Wolverhampton Commission. Yeah. Um, and he is the only currently fit licensed official. <laughs> yes, that's so, true. Yeah. So there is. So that. somebody had to referee. Yeah. Um, or else the commission would not allow the show no. to go ahead. No. Um. So yeah, I think like they did a really good job of yeah. um of of sort of setting it 
apart from yeah, the Fight Club also, Pro in, universe. In the, in the first half, you had three Schadenfreude guys against three other guys. Yeah. And those guys were Orange Cassidy, yeah. not a Fight Club Pro regular. Yeah. Masato Tanaka, not a Fight Club Pro regular. And Chuck Mambo, kind scrambles. Of, yeah, kind of like an outsider who's yeah. sort of working his way into... So it even felt like, yeah, this is Schadenfreude against some other guys, not really picking from the Fight Club Pro roster to have matches yeah. against. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, um, should we transition that into Not My Graps? Yes, that would be incredibly smooth. Yeah. Um, Not My Graps, it's going to be a bit weird because three things kind of... Very, relate, very much related yeah, because um, as much as we enjoyed the sort of world building of the first half of the show yeah i feel like that house of cards kind of fell apart with some pretty major decisions in the second half yeah which are all related so there will be three not my grats but they kind of flow yeah so let's talk about the first match of the second half yeah um having said that the first half was all schadenfreude guys against you know outsiders and and kind of lower mid lower mid carders uh scramble guys um they announced a six man to open the the second half of the show. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk, take a step back and and okay. talk about a little bit about the show that we went to last night and yeah. we did an episode um about that. Um but we had a six man tag last night. Yeah. Um which featured the returns to um kind of muted fanfare mm-hmm. um of Travis Banks yeah. and Dan Maloney as part of that. Yeah, Dan Maloney teaming with the t- uh, Mustache Mountain. Yeah, and uh, Travis Banks teaming with a newly good guy attitude, Jordan Devlin. Yeah, and Masato Tanaka. Now we kind of bemoaned in our very uh, even-handed way, of course, um, yeah. that we didn't enjoy that match yesterday. Mm. Um, some good action, but ultimately. The fact that these people were teaming, and the fact that um, that people had returned with no fanfare, took us out of it. Yeah. Now coming on to tonight's show, as you say, we came back from the interval, which was forty minutes long. Yeah. Um, which actually, if you're trying not to be a Fight Club Pro show, you should keep everything snappy and on no, time. No, but they did explain that. That they they well, were, they they said that, that it, it was, was going to be a twenty minute joke, wasn't it? Uh, interval. Um, but Martin Zaki had tried to get access to the backstage area mm. um, to, to I mean that, make the interval run long. That I mean that sounded like a joke, yeah, and also made Zaki sound like an idiot. If that was, <laughs> if they're actually trying to say that's actually what happened, that's yeah. actually because he did manage it later. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we came back from the interval and we had a, a six man tag again. Yeah. Um, this time with the team of. Uh, Jordan Devlin, once mm-hmm. again, uh, teaming with Travis Banks again. But this time they're teaming with Dan Maloney. Yeah. Uh, against British Strong Style. So, um, Mustache Mountain. Yeah. Tyler Bate and Trent Seven teaming with uh, their erstwhile British Strong Style colleague, Pete Dunn. Yeah. So, you've got six men. Yep. None of whom are Schadenfreude. Nope. All of whom hate schadenfreude yeah although all of I'm, whom... I'm not clear on dan maloney 
Yeah. Um, because he, he he didn't come out for the, the end of the show last Five night. Five of the six got the shit kicked out of them yeah. yesterday. And yet they agreed to be on the Schadenfreude show. Um, and not to get a measure of revenge against Schadenfreude, which everybody else on no. the card can say they that's what they were there they for. They just took the booking. They um, just took a booking. And all six of them yeah. got WWE contracts. So it's not like they need the money. No. Okay. No. So I think, like, the... the for my money, it that it does not make sense for those people to be no. in that situation to to do again a worthless exhibition match because yeah. that's that's what they would be doing. Like, yeah, that's what they would have been there for. Yeah, it's an like, offer match. Like, um, and and again, weird because Jordan Devlin is is now a baby face. I and, think we just got to accept it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think said um friend of ours uh arn livid um he he said it, with the john devlin thing and and a lot of the stuff it's almost like you've missed three episodes yeah um and so now he is he's a good guy um and that was kind of um cemented by the fact that he wasn't schadenfreude yeah so him coming out tonight and not being schadenfreude meant yet again Okay, he's a babyface. Yeah, and he's yeah. in there and he's shaking hands and yeah. like palling around with, you know, Travis Banks, who has been the hero yeah. of Fight Club Pro, and then Dan Maloney, who had a big-ish return last night. Yeah. Um, and everybody now dances to his music. Yeah. Um, and then Lycos introduced him. Yeah. Gave some really salty introductions. Um, well, are we going to move on? Are we moving on? No, because I'm going to... I'm going okay, like, right. to... Like, Sorry. Um Gave some salty introductions. So you could kind of say, well, part of the reason is that they brought them out here to kind of humiliate them a little bit. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's why they're there. Um, but all in all, the feeling is, why are these six men having this match? And that's maybe the first, not not my grab. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think if they had got into the ring and gone, we're not going to fight each other. Yeah. You, you lot are going to have to come and get us out because that's been the whole thing, hasn't it? Mm. That's been the thing. The thing has been Schadenfreude taking over the ring, yeah, and people are trying to get rid of them, yeah. And now Schadenfreude, you could have done something like Schadenfreude have made a mistake here. They've gone, well, we're going to get those in and we're going to make fun of them, but then they're like, we've got our foot in the door now, and what are you going to do? Like, there's six of us, yeah. Um, bring it on. Yeah, um, and then they could have sent Lucky Kid out, and he could have got beaten up yeah. by all of them. Um, and it's it's not even as if you could say like, oh well, you know, we're out here to entertain our fans because us, the fans, mm. we're the idiots who've given Schadenfreude money. Yeah, so. it doesn't make sense for anyone no. on the Fight Club Pro roster who has certainly anyone who has been beaten up at the hands of Schadenfreude to take a booking for the Schadenfreude show. Like yeah. we're all, none of us like. I mean, obviously, I, I've been asked. I asked people to suspend their disbelief earlier, yeah. but also part of being a wrestling fan in 2018, and especially a wrestling fan who goes to an industrial state in Wolverhampton to watch a lot of their wrestling, um, part of your enjoyment is kind of understanding that this is a show, yeah, and kind of understanding that you know there are decisions that take place that are non you know between the ropes decisions that enable those people to get there yeah and some of those decisions are 
would that person be booked for that show and would that person accept that booking? Yeah. Um, and particularly in the situation that we're in, in British wrestling at the moment with the WWE influence, it's like, who's getting booked where? Oh, I don't know. Somebody might not be able to do those sort of shows. So everybody's got that stuff in their mind. So to then do a show like this, yeah. where the baddies are in charge and the goodies just accept the booking yeah, I mean, is bizarre. I can suspend my disbelief all day long, but mm. there has to be a consistency. And that's what... That's where this fell down in the yeah. second half of this show. And that I think we will move on at this point because yeah. you got to the second half of the show and they kicked off with this six-man tag where we're already questioning why are these men here? Yeah. And then they followed it up with our second Not My Graps. Yeah. Which is Kid Lycos. Yeah. Um, then just said, just out of nowhere, he introduced them and said, oh, and by the way... And by the way... This match is a loser leaves Fight Club Pro match. Yeah. So the losing team would have to leave Fight Club Pro. Forever. Forever. Or wrestling forever. Yeah. Um, which, if it's progress, next week. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. They'd even put on a special show just to bring them back. <laughs> um, so there's a number of issues with this. Yeah. Um, one, it kind of telegraphs the result because you've got like the... British strong style are the three main like WWE guys. Yeah. Um, if anybody's going to leave Fight Club Pro and not appear on Fight Club Pro shows, it's probably going to be them. And there will but, be people out there now who have watched that show and gone, well, their hands were tied. They had to do something. Yeah. Um, but it's not what they did wasn't yeah. good enough for my um, money. But the main thing is that this is a Schadenfreude show. Yeah. Uh, Kid Lycos. Presumably acting on somebody else's authority, Chris Brooks's authority. Yeah, yeah. I, he's not smart enough to come up with this himself. No, um, he's just a stupid, dirty wolf. And his mum sewed his patch on his jacket. He did, yeah. Um, he did. I've misgendered <laughs> his mum. Yeah. Um, he just suddenly came up with a stipulation that has far-reaching consequences yeah. for another promotion. Yeah. Um, why would Fight Club Pro agree to never book? these guys again yeah because of something that happened on a schadenfreude show yeah it uh, it doesn't it doesn't make yeah. any sense and what is frustrating is that like there are ways that they could have got to it yeah and made this make sense yeah like that i mean for one they could have done something that made it so that this was still a fight club pro show yeah um i mean again and I schadenfreude had won the 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 chance to run it for the night. Yeah, they'd done something that put them in the position that yeah. they were in charge. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've been beating everyone up enough yeah. that maybe at some point there's a breaking point or they win a match yeah. or something that says yeah. we get to do whatever we want. It could have been uh, British Strong Style against three Schadenfreude lads. Yeah. And, you know, for the chance to get their hands on the Schadenfreude lads, they will agree to put up this stipulation. Yeah. It could have been that um, Martin Zaki got a beating last night. Yeah. Um, in that beating, it could have been that to, to if they grant him three, he, he grants them three wishes. Yeah, and they they cash in one of their wishes on on this. Yeah. You know, th there's a number of ways you could do it, but it was just, I think, collectively, the whole crowd was just like, you you can't you can't do that. Yeah, it just felt like. I mean, I I turned to you half a dozen times during that match and said why is this happening yeah like why are we now watching 
um, six people who are not involved in schadenfreude. Like, why are they in their wrestling under rules that have been imposed upon them? Yeah, with um, consequences for their careers. Yeah. On a show they didn't have to appear on. I mean, maybe they deserved it because they took the book in. If they hadn't taken the book in, then they, they wouldn't have been put in this position. Yeah. Um, Having said that, mm. um, and, you know, it wasn't the only uh, thing that Schadenfreude came well, up with. Um, I mean, do you want to finish talking about that match? Or I, I will admit, but I also mentioned that, you know, they 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 did demand that uh, the the Fight Club Pro tag team titles were defended and that the Fight Club Pro title was defended and it wasn't uh, an infinity cash in. Well, so and this is the thing. They so, just made these arbitrary decisions. And th- this is the thing. Like, you had fighting champions in those matches. Yeah, so, so that like, can be explained. You know, way. I'm sure Mako Satomura wouldn't have any problem putting a title no. up. And I'm sure that the Hunters similarly wouldn't have had any problems. Yeah. But the, with the Infinity title thing at least you had a way to explain why there was a title yeah. shot on that show like you could go well yeah she's got to come and do it because he's saying that's his shot yeah he's entitled to a shot she has to show up yeah. to defend her title um but ha- so having said all that um the six man was a fucking great match it was a really um, good match there was, it was lots of it that we couldn't see because there was a the crowd brawling on the other yeah. side. But um, Jordan Devlin jumped off something high. Yeah, uh, didn't did, see yeah. his landing. It seemed all right. He's still walking. Yeah, well, he took a lot of the end as well, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and it was a really, really good match. Um, crisp. I mean, the six guys in there, they know what they're doing. Mm. Um, it was... Well, it, it kind of harkened back to the sort of um, British Strong Style tour of 2017, yeah. didn't it? Um, a big trios match with um, a lot of, I mean, less... Um, water spitting yeah and less pedigrees yeah um, but otherwise um, top quality wrestling yeah um, can't fault the work yeah. um, and even to the the extent that I think everybody momentarily forgot the stipulation because there was a big pop for the finish yeah um, even though that finish meant that British Strong Style were out of Fight Club Pro yeah um, and then that kind of moves us on to the maybe the third, not my grabs. Yeah, so there was a big pop. Jordan Devlin looked great at the end of that match. Yep, I really mean, did. He, he bounced around something chronic yeah. for, for British Strong Style and, and managed to pick up the victory. Um, And then there was a moment where everybody, it was like it was a funeral. Yeah, everyone was like, yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, so now I guess they're gone. Yeah. So... If you were, if you are to believe the stipulation, that means that's the last we've seen of Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven. Yeah, and they did a really nice farewell. Yeah, like they they, they took their time leaving yeah. the ring. They they also made sure that the the guys who'd beat them got got their plaudits. Yeah, um, but then they they left. Tyler Bate hugged everybody. Yeah, on his way out. Well, um, everybody at ringside. I feel like he's a bit of a creep as well. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like they made a really big play uh, of going, and then they posed at the top of the ramp. Yeah, um, and off they went. Um, and then the show had to continue. Yeah, but everybody's a bit. Oh, it everybody's took the still air trying to process what what they've just seen. Yeah, um, and they came out with um, the tag team titles. Yeah. Um, uh, Hunter Brothers won the titles last night uh, against uh, the original CCK of uh, Chris Brooks and the tiny little goblin uh, Jonathan Gresham. Octopus. Um, 
Is he an octopus? That's what they referred to him as. Yeah. So Chris Brooks is a squid. Yeah. And Gresham's an octopus. I guess that might... I don't think octopuses and squids would be friends. No, I think they'd be like, no, I'm the I'm the tentacle person. No, I'm the tentacle person. Mm. Um, and they um, they were, they had a tag title match. Yeah. Um, the match was already announced. Yeah. Um, when the titles were still the uh, other way around. Yeah. Um, and then it was announced with a weird stipulation, yeah. which was slightly confused, especially considering um the nature of the show and the nature of yeah. um just the nature of Schadenfreude I guess. Yeah. So it was that Brooks and Gresham would be allowed to break all the rules whereas the Hunter brothers had to follow them. Yeah. Which that's kind of the way good guys and bad guys work, isn't yeah. it? I mean initially like Lycos announced it as the the Hunter brothers had to follow tag rules. Yeah. Um but it it kind of widened into the fact that Schadenfreude could just do whatever they wanted, yeah. um, and and did, um, you know. Whereas the, I mean, what you could have said, and again, apologies for playing like, you know, uh, armchair Fantasy, booker, yeah. um, is just announced it as a no DQ match, and because then the Hunter brothers, as upstanding good guys, would not have cheated, yeah, um, and you know, Schadenfreude had no no compunction with, yeah. with with cheating um but the the problem with it was it was, i mean it was a decent match told a really good story yeah um you know jim hunter took a lot of punishment yeah um uh to the point that uh, i think I, I mean maybe i was tricked by it but i thought he genuinely hurt himself yeah. um if 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 not well done jim good i hope job. he's all right good job um but nobody was really that into it because we just watched British Strong Style leave Fight Club Pro. Yeah, we'd just seen the bodies of Trent Seven, Tyler Bate yeah. and um, Pete Dunne be carried out on the shoulders of the Fight Club Pro, Pro faithful. So to then follow it up with um, Jonathan Gresham's shenanigans and yeah. Brooks being Brooks it was almost um, like... and the Plucky Hunters, it felt a bit like a... I mean, yeah. it fe- honestly, it felt like... And no disrespect to anyone involved, because I think they had a decent, yeah. I think they had a very decent match. But it felt like um, one of the old WWE pay-per-views where they put the women's match on yeah. second to last. Because it was almost like, I had a feeling of, not now, lads. Eh? Yeah, and I mean, I don't know what you do in that situation. No. I um, mean, I mean, possibly you you put that kind of match on before the interval. Not the, yeah. the tag match, the British John style leaving. Yeah, but they did a table spot in the one before the interval, so yeah, that needed so cleaning up. Um, um, so, yeah, it just left it a bit flat. Um, it was another good moment for the Hunters. Yeah. Um, but by that point, everyone was a bit everyone was a bit confused about the rules. Uh, I think, and actually, I think people kind of, got into it towards the end. Yeah. So I think like then they popped big for the Hunters retaining. Yeah. Um, so I think definitely there was a, a sort of warming back up period. Hmm. Um, but I think it was heavily affected by the previous match. Yeah. But I do, I, I mean, I want to talk maybe a little bit more about the sort of way that second half of the show yeah. went. Because I think it, the frustration is that they did so well with the first half, which, I mean, wasn't like a world-beating first half of the no. show. Although, you know, the Walter Tanaka match was fantastic yeah a lot of fun 
Um, and, you know, the other two matches were great in their own right mm -hmm. as well. Um, but, like, I was really excited about the fact that they had sort of set this up. Yeah. And ultimately, the story they told worked because, like, across the whole show, because yep. they did have the Fight Club Pro guys sort of get their shine back a little bit by yep. um, sort of chasing off the, you know, the majority of the Schadenfreude lot. Mm. Um, but it just frustrates me when you have those gaps in logic. Yeah. Like... I feel like those are easy, they're easy fixes and you just need to sort of take a step back and go, okay, we're doing this. We need to get to this point. Why would we be doing it? What do we need to do to set that up? And I feel like they had all the pieces in place yeah. um, with yesterday's show and today's show. Um, and there were missteps that kind of make everybody involved look stupid. Yeah. I mean, in a way, it's it's kind of it's a compliment in a way, because we we expect better of of those people. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, yeah. it is weird because it's not something you you expect someone. And I mean, it's that might sound like we're blowing the smoke up the ass of our mate uh, in a way because he's a friend of the podcast. But you expect Chris Brooks to notice those those details. Yeah. Um, but it's weird, isn't it? Because if we if this had happened on, I mean, even if it had happened on a WWE show, we'd be like, right, well, I guess that's how WWE deal with that. Let's move on. We just accept it. Yeah. But I feel, you know, and I don't want to like blow smoke up our own asses, but like I feel like this is an audience of discerning wrestling fans. Yeah. So, so to present them with frustrating logic holes like that, you, you're kind of setting yourself up for a bunch of nerds on the internet with their po own podcast to pick holes in it. Yeah. Um, I just wanted, I just wanted, I just wanted them to have built this consistent universe and to have followed through with it. And they were so close. They were so close to, and I, you know, I don't want there to be a hundred Schadenfreude shows. I want there to be one Schadenfreude show that ends with Schadenfreude getting their asses handed to them, yeah. which is almost what we had today. Yeah. But we could have had a perfect show yeah. if we'd have just filled those little cracks in. And that's the frustration. Um, but overall, um, better show than yesterday. Definitely, yeah. Um, very good second part of the trilogy, like the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and what's I don't know what the third part of the trilogy is. Return of, the, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, but I mean, like in terms of when that will happen. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, um, I, I was really quite happy with today's show. Uh, saw lots of good wrestling. Yeah, lots uh, of good for the wrestling. most part, a consistent world built. Um, well, I mean, I think to have they they threw the baby out with the bathwater yeah. with that one. So, um, and we got to see uh, G Man. Uh, chase Timothy Thatcher at the Ram. <laughs> That's true. Which yeah, it's not something you say uh, every day. No, it's, it really isn't. No. But the, then that goes for most of the stuff that we say on this yes. podcast. Yeah. Um, but maybe we'll leave it there then. Yeah. I do want to address something. This is our 99th episode, which means that our next episode will be our 100th episode. That's the way it works. Um, after that, we will both die. Yeah. Um, but we are gonna do some stuff for the one hundredth episode. Yeah. Um, we haven't we haven't actually completely decided what we were gonna do. No. But one thing that we will definitely be doing is a Q and A. Yeah. 
Um, we did one for our 50th episode. Yep. Um, and we'll do one again for the 100th because it seems like a good number yeah. to do it on. Um, so we'll do that on the Facebook. We'll open that up, um, do a big thread where people can ask, ask questions of us. Yep. Um, and they can be anything, preferably wrestling related, but also I don't care really. Just. Yeah. Just anything. I mean, and you know, we 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 have we have strong food opinions. Yeah, <laughs> so. um, nothing too weirdly personal, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't want to be talking about my sex life on this podcast. Although I guess <laughs> it would be a short podcast. It really would. Um, <laughs> it would be masturbatory. <laughs> um, oh. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we'll open that up. It'd be yeah. fun to have some fun questions. Everybody did really well 50 episodes ago. Yeah. So do yourself proud again. Yeah. Um, and we're going to d- try and do something else as well. Yeah. Um, a different thing. A rough idea. Yeah, we've got some uh, ideas. Yeah. And we've um, also been talking about some plans for next year. Do you know what I'd like to do, actually? Yeah. And I haven't spoken to you about this. Okay, just spring it on me. Um, I'd like it if um, people recorded little messages yeah, for us that'd be nice, and it? sent them in. Yeah. Um, so you can send them on Facebook to me or Alan. Yeah, do um, that. And uh, little messages just saying how much we mean to you. Yeah. And we'll <laughs> intersperse it throughout the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, or actually, you could send in audio with a question. Yeah. That'd be fun, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, that'd work. Just do a little voice recording. I mean, and that, you can send that involves in. you doing some editing work. Yeah, that's fine. I'll do that this time. Yeah, just push the boat out. Yeah. Uh, so do that. Get on the Facebook group. We'll do a big post about this tomorrow, probably, um, and get the ball rolling. Um, unless, have you got anything more you want to add to to this? No, no. I just yeah, I've had a good. I was very tired. Yeah. Um, we did have the misstep of ending up in Ashby Delazoo yesterday. Yeah. Today went without a hitch. Yeah. Um, I've had a good weekend. It's been all right, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, ups and downs, ups and downs, but you take the rough with the smooth, don't you? You want to say any more platitudes? No, I don't. Um, And so with that, we will end it just short of an hour. Thanks for listening. And go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the hills that we crashed, where the seasons are tied All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the hills that we keep, where the sky is on the beach